Hey, welcome to the Cheap Podcast. This is your host, Dave Rudden. You might be able to hear in the background, uh, the other guys are listening to some Botchamania. Um, this is a special episode. As you can tell, it's not quite uh, WWE pay-per-view week. This is uh, actually a, a follow-up to a TNA pay-per-view that we all watched together. Uh, uh, myself and Brett and Chris and Henry, we all watched a TNA pay-per-view on Brett's behest and it actually worked out pretty well. We all enjoyed it and uh, we convened afterwards to record about the TNA organization and how it actually kind of provides a nice alternative. Uh, but don't worry if you're watch- listening to us uh, to hear about WWE stuff. We'll be back for that soon enough. But here we go, the special TNA episode of the Cheap Podcast. <laughs> Before they're off the match. Yeah. Have it your way. In order to make this a level playing field, here's what we're going to do. Had a chance to talk with Mr. Hogan. We decided to level the playing field. And since Mr. Hardy was unable to prepare for you on March 3rd, we got together with Mr. Hardy, let him know that we were going to change this match, add a little stipulation. We're going to make it a no disqualification match. Mr. Hardy's been able to prepare for it. That's the way it is. He's very oh. unprepared. Okay, then. There you have it. Wow. And everyone aligned with Immortal. Yo, right now, oh, oh, wow. Stand off the bat. Well, that was maybe not the best clip to start on, but just like that match this is kind of off the cuff and are we recording the, yeah it, are we recording why not oh, yes, we are recording oh yes yes this the technical a, sense of course yes uh, pardon this me this is technically an episode of the cheap podcast i'm technically Dave i think it's Run. worth it i, I yeah. want to talk as much as possible about what we just saw <clears throat> yes so this is the tna episode mm-hmm. um mm-hmm. thanks to brett who uh recommended yeah. that we all convene and watch tna slammiversary 11 11 yes, yes. XI. Yes. I've missed so, out 10 times. Like I mentioned, on, I think a prior cheap podcast and just various other shows throughout the last five years. Uh, maybe only the last couple. Well, that was quick. Sorry. <laughs> about a minute into the show. But uh, he hasn't dropped his uh, cigarette yet. That's true. That's coming. Mm-hmm. Don't you worry. Mm-hmm. Uh, just that, you know, big WCW fan back in the day when everyone, you know, that whole time period that we all remember very well. Me too. Uh, and then didn't watch much, and my friends didn't watch, and I moved out to California, blah, blah, blah. But then some of my friends kept watching TNA, and then Impact, and then 
over the years it got a little more interesting, a little more interesting. And then every time I go home, we watch. I watch. I, it's the one night, two nights a year, I'll see Impact. And the last time I went home, just a few weeks ago, we watched one where a couple of interesting things happened, and they were setting <laughs> up, you know, the usual pre pay per view, yeah. like oh, go two weeks. Uh. And I was actually like looking at the card, and it was like, you know... You sent us a clip of Suicide. Yeah, seeing Suicide yeah. come back, which is this total like uh, showboaty, head-to-toe costume, like Deadpool, Spider-Man costume. It's literally a character who was born in a video game. Yeah. And, uh, <laughs> well, he's a crazy stuntman. Yeah. Like, that's his moves. And it, just seeing him was like, okay, that was interesting. And I think you can find it on YouTube. It's just called like Suicide Returns. And the whole match, it's like six minutes. It's a three-way match. That The match itself is really good. And then just seeing him, I'm like, okay, he's going to be in it. There's this thing with this character, Abyss, that's going to come back, which kind of didn't deliver, but it it was a neat setup that had been building for a while, and then it was Sting was going to wrestle, and Kurt Angle's going to wrestle. I was like, you know what? Let's go ahead and order this pay-per-view. We've watched uh, three of the WWE ones yeah. this year. It's Why not? the price. It's half <laughs> the price. Also, I'm a big fan of Gail Kim, so I was happy <laughs> to see her wrestle. Though she lost. That's what she does, she, right? She did lose. I've seen her win a few times. Mm. But yeah. As we pointed out, minorities did not do well. They all yeah. lost their belts. <laughs> <laughs> Well, so, I, I would only point out about TNA the thing I couldn't get over. I have gone on and on on this show about how much the WWE's production values yeah. are, are, are second to none. Yeah. And like the crowd is way too lit. The crowd was white as springtime. Yeah. Lily white, pudgy faces as far as you could see. And I got to know people. The, the crowd was yeah. too well lit. I could see kids yawn. You saw the in none the distance. in the second to none. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, it, like the production, the, those two shots—they like yeah. completely missed in that. Uh, yeah, the made match. the audience look really small. Yeah, like compared yeah. to you know a regular uh, WWE pay per view. Well, to be fair, yeah. what we normally have watched has been the pay per view, so it's like, uh, well, yeah, of course they have more money. I, I, have I think that the same lights roll out to the the normal shows. Oh no, the like, lighting's probably the case, but the actual audience in the normal TNA show is a lot smaller, and that episode looked. The pay-per-view looked kind of like a typical Raw audience. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but it was more impressive than yeah. a, a standard TNA Impact episode. Yeah. It's not emanating from the Impact Zone, which is like any any TNA that I've watched over the last two years or so that I've been back into wrestling yeah. has been an episode that's been taking place out of like close to Universal Studios. It is yeah. Universal it Studios. Is, yeah, yeah. And, they like, re- and they record episodes back to back. Like one is live yeah. and then the other one is taped. So I think they alternate weeks or something like that. Wow, yeah. that's a terrible way to produce a it's, show. It's How would pre-tape... Well, you know what they shows. do now, which is even worse. Uh, <laughs> the TNA guys, they actually do... They only do four like live pay-per-views per mm-hmm. year now. So we watched one of them, Slammiversary. Yeah. Um, but in the... Other months during the year, they have pre-recorded pay-per-views. What? So pay-per-views that you know the, the outcome, outcome and they literally have to depend on how good the matches are, and you what? can never really depend. Yeah. So like the last one they had was like a like an X Division tournament, like but- that was. Done months ahead of time. The, like the men in the That's tournament. That's pretty ridiculous. Yeah. That's- to say nothing of ruining the surprise, but the piracy. Yeah. Why? Why would you do that? Yeah. I mean, there's also the fact that um, so the last one was called Joker's Wilds, and I'm guessing it's uh, kind it's of my a, favorite game shows. Yeah. So yeah, the the off month pay per views now are called uh, One Night Only. Mm-hmm. Uh, I like, didn't mention that. Like no other wrestling pay per view is One Night Only. Mm-hmm. They're all One Night Only. So <laughs> the last one was they're all true. technically raw too. Yeah. The last one was a 24 man tournament for $100,000, which is one of those like it's a dollar uh, amount that sounds big to wrestlers because 
they still they still uh, put forth the fact that wrestlers make less money. Well, it's so weird. I uh, in general wrestling events when they have the prize be money, mm-hmm. like you can't you can't I can't suspend money? my disbelief anymore. I'm like, well, the the winner doesn't actually get money because it's predetermined and they're all on contract. Yeah. Like, yeah. So and this care and even if this character like makes a hundred thousand dollar. That doesn't change the character anyway. Yeah. If he was winning a hundred million dollars, then yeah. it's like yeah. okay, well the character would change. Well, then you only <laughs> want to see like the orphan wrestler and the big puffy hat win. Yeah, <laughs> I want him to get the hundred. Well, yeah. technically, so the mm. last uh, the last one was yeah it was Joker's Wild for a tournament for one hundred thousand dollars recorded on <laughs> January twelfth two thousand thirteen. Aired on May third, two thousand thirteen. Oh my god! What? <laughs> wow! Their so, cast could have been dead. No, yeah, but fortunately, the guy who won it was uh, James Storm. Ah, uh, new, new, new half of the tag team champions, James Storm. The He's guy, the guy with Gunner. He's the yeah. cowboy. Uh, He's the one who forget. really likes drinking. Gunner's the guy who drinks uh, because yes. James Storm drinks. It, do, they, do they have a <laughs> brand name on their beer? I thought I saw a Beerweiser somewhere. Yeah, it's yeah. like a Woodweiser or something like that. <laughs> well, some, some little girl in the audience was wearing the shirt. So. Oh, wow. Oh really? Yes. I didn't know they they had. Yeah, that's what the little the little girl who yes the one we got to know in the overly lit audience who was constantly behind the camera. Well, you get on in WWE in in TNA's defense, at WWE events you get to know the people behind the announce table. There was I was giving people names at that point. Oh, there's Captain America. Yep. There's Greenland. I was a big fan of the guy in. Total Hulk Hogan garb. Yes. yes, who held up the sign Sork in three sixteen. Like, I love that he has that. Like the same varied interest that I do. I like to watch professional wrestling. I know it's kind of not a and newsroom. Yeah, it's not a high class thing to do. I also like West Wing. All right. Um, <laughs> also, there was the guy we barely saw him, but there was a guy dressed as Macho Man, mm-hmm. and that and it led to one of the weirdest moments of the night where Hogan yes. like says. One of his things, and he's like, Macho Man. Yeah. He's like, like, he said, There's Macho Man. I'm like, yeah. What are you talking about? And yeah, the camera did not the deliberately cut. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So it just sounded like but, he was going crazy. But that whole exchange at the beginning with Macho Man and was it was Bully Ray, right? Yeah. Mm. Or or was it Hogan? No, no, it was Hogan with Mr. Oh, Anderson. It was about the eight way tag team thing, yeah, wasn't the, it? No, the yeah. three way tag match. Three way tag match. Yeah. Where, yeah, the, so Hogan. Came out and had a very long speech. Yeah, he mugged and talked about Boston and how great Boston is. Aces and eights come out and And terrorism. I think terrorism was there. Cheap pop out the ass. Yeah, I guess you can't. I mean, the people of Boston want to yell at that like they don't feel condescended to clearly like they cheered for it the yeah so, i can see myself being in the audience and being like yeah i'm gonna i'm gonna yeah, yeah. we are tougher than the terrorists that's yeah. right i am at a wrestling event right now yeah i'll cheer for it yeah. but for him to say it like i guess i was more impressed with him like we don't need any of these pussies <laughs> running around and then yeah. flips off the camera and it's like yeah. whoa yeah. hogan so that's pretty cool not very impressed by the rapping that was done as you mentioned Oh, Hogan's hand. The terrible hand. Oh, his hand wound. melted. So, and then he, yeah, that was like, yeah. He, I think he just put toilet paper on his hand. <laughs> so well, what really, happened? He was. This is recent. So in real life, Hogan was working on an engine or something. Yeah, on his on a speedboat or something, and it exploded in his hand and melted his hand. Yeah, and, and he posted it on Twitter, <laughs> and people act like objected to the photos that he <laughs> like. They were that disgusting. Like it was like he had. Danny DeVito's penguin hands. Oh my god! 
on his own fingers With at that point. Fr- the French flipper trick? Yeah, something like that. Yeah, just awful, <laughs> yeah. like, bloated fingers that were, like, three times the size fingers are supposed to be. God. And he actually apologized for it. I, I think he may have taken the, the, the tweets down. Well, but... But Hogan was, like, inco... I mean, that's just Hogan now. He was incoherent. Well, not incoherent, but, like, all over the place. Yeah, I mean... Boston, Boston, brother, Boston. This is Boston, That's all right? right. And you guys then, come out, we're going to take over this whole unit. This is Boston, brother. Yeah. Yeah. You can't advance the storyline to that extent in Boston here. What yeah, the fuck I, does the location have anything to do with these I, guys like, being jerks? That particular promo, I feel like there was a page that fell out of the script that... Yeah. It's probably Hogan's fault that he forgot That's it. That's impossible. President Dixie was looking right at the teleprompter very clearly. Yeah, but... And reading like, succinctly from it. Um... So, Anderson, mm. he came out and, like, mm. brought up this weird thing about you're going to be standing on the corpses. Of you're every- a tall guy, buddy, but you're going to be even taller, taller because you're going to be standing on top of the TNA roster yeah. when we beat them up and yeah, take was, over. That was like the... Please was, accept our victory. <laughs> <laughs> that was what? the only... For me, actually, was, that was the only weak point of the whole night because yeah. there was just... It was this weird, like... We've only done one match, and it was the X Division yeah. thing, and that was kind of fun. And so it was, it was a fun. I was hoping for started. more. I was. Fu- I, I did like how they didn't waste any time. It was like uh, WWE. You get preamble, preamble, preamble. Yeah. Pomp circumstance. A long pomp video circ- package. Yeah, and then this was like, here's the match, and, and it, was, it was probably the best match of the night. It was good. It was really fun. Yeah. And I wish Suicide did more showboaty things. It wasn't quite like I thought the episode he was in was way more off the wall than mm-hmm. what he was doing here. Mm. But it was still fun. And then you had this weird like seven or eight minute like. What is going on? <laughs> like, well, like diatribe, and then then the, when the match started, the match was actually pretty good, and that was the one where we were like we couldn't tell who the legal man was in the ring, and then someone got pinned, and we're like, yeah, okay. that happened more than once. I so guess that's fine. There was a six man tag yeah. where I think they always just they just put Earl Hebner in the ring where it's like we want the most incompetent looking referee possible, <laughs> like. Earl Hebner is literally like the guy, like the referee that has like the shaky hands. Like, oh, I don't know what's it's going kind of, on. He right looks now. like Shaggy from Scooby Doo. Exactly. What are we gonna do? Well, so there was a six man tag and an eight man tag. Yeah. So <laughs> both of those he did terribly at, like officiating who was supposed. So he was great. Who was the person that was actually tagged in at that point? Yeah. Like, who, who, if someone pins, is like that's the correct person to yeah. be pinning because that doesn't mean anything. I almost want to watch the entire pay per view again just for those two matches to see if the yeah. legal man pinned the legal man and the ending. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> well, we'll get to that. We'll get to that. Uh, but yeah, so that 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 first match was cool. The X Division stuff. And, Chris uh, Saban's great, and he's back. And I, Saban, uh, my friend uh, Josh pointed out that Saban actually took his name from Final <laughs> Fantasy VI. Saban. Mm-hmm. Uh, That's pretty awesome. And said, like, oh, he's a fan and he liked the character. And it was like, that was really cool. If mm-hmm. only he would wrestle in a tank top and Zubas, like, <laughs> uh, like Saban does. Do you remember the other yeah. brother in I that mean, team? Saban uh, has a brother in the... Final Fantasy VI. Yeah, Edgar Figaro Castle. Cloud. Edgar, there you go. All, All right. right. Yeah, thank you, Henry. See, I'm an FF6 fan. Well, the other brother in that match. Uh-huh. Was Kenny King, uh-huh. who I uh, <laughs> discovered in my uh, my my TNA um, deep dive. Mm-hmm. Yeah, well, my my research for this episode, <laughs> I discovered that Kenny King not only was the X Division champion mm-hmm. at the beginning of this paper, mm-hmm. he's also brother of a- BB King. All right, I'll no. keep, let you. He's a uh, Chippendales dancer. Oh yes, <laughs> yeah. So I, I'm wondering, like That's not not Rescue was, Rangers, Chris. Or, oh, man. Is is currently is. Is. yeah it's it. one of the things in like the very first paragraph of his uh wikipedia <laughs> that he's uh, still a chippendales dancer yeah apparently he loves it i just i love the, i love the idea of wrestling fans having to go there to meet him 
<laughs> yeah, that's probably it's probably happened. I then. bet it happens. Yeah, yeah, we can talk the match, man. You're gonna have to pay up though. <laughs> <laughs> you have to pretend you like this. Put them in the skivvies. Well, so the the third the six man tag match definitely felt like uh, it reminded me of what the most of the Shield matches have been mm-hmm. in pay per views, which is. Well, Cena, Ryback, and Sheamus yeah. aren't in the main event tonight, so we'll have one of those. Let's just put the three main event level guys who aren't in the main event into this match. Yeah. Except they actually won. Yeah, so. yeah. Like, well, because, yeah, the, in, in general tonight, other than Bully Ray, sort of, like, mm-hmm. Aces and Eights looks very weak, yeah. i got to say. For, for a stable... I don't know how long they've been around that it's okay to start making them look weak, but but I think uh, that reading that fall of WCW book and, and also just living through that time period, yes. I mean, it, I feel like they're trying to walk that line as carefully as possible. To like, you need to make them look threatening, but then when they go and win everything because they cheat constantly, it devalues the belt and it devalues any of the winning. And then you just know you can't, you will never believe they'll lose, yeah. so you stop caring. And this had to be like a particularly. Eventful match for the TNA side because Jeff Hardy returned. Yeah, that's true. Still super disturbing to watch him. Like, yeah. he's a good wrestler, yeah. but the everything outside of that <laughs> kind of makes me feel worse. Like, the whole... The painting the, over the eyes? Yeah. No? Why does it... Who, who, does anyone tell him that's a good idea? I just... It's it awful. It I only imagine, like, disgusting. the people in the nosebleeds got to see like pupils for the first time yeah. i don't know that excited me for some reason well, his whole thing is he's a weird rave dude yeah. and p and the ladies love it uh yeah. and, and that he's stuck in the 90s yeah yeah they love that too <laughs> explain yeah. everything about his leave. well the it's, ladies it's, in the, the, only, the, kind of, it's the kind of thing i like yeah. Yeah. the only time i like that look is in the uh, episode of the simpsons where homer's on jury duty mm. yes. he has to put the ping pong balls <laughs> over his eyes <laughs> but at least that like they didn't have the money that wwe had for his entrance to be like in day glow paint and yeah. Yeah. Turn on the purple or the black. black light. But I, is that I, what they did for him? Yeah. Oh, I'm saying this times. sight unseen. I haven't done a deep dive on Jeff Hardy's Wikipedia page, but I bet he did his own theme song. Like that's the <laughs> level of uh, like artistic vision that TNA does. will allow him. Like MTV's I'll music generator. Yeah. I can I can hear it. Well, in in TNA's history, they they have a long tradition of if a WWE jumps ship, they are given the title almost immediately. Yeah. Like. Christian jump ship. Oh, hey, you're the world champ. You know, RVD, Jeff Tardy. Jeff 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 Tardy. Tardy. (laughs) He's always late. He's probably Tardy. Ironically, on time. (laughs) And Kurt Angle, like, though, uh, especially, like, with, for Christian. That's not what I was thinking of. For Christian and, for Christian, RVD and and Jeff Hardy (laughs) to get uh, moved up into the world title scene was a step up for them. But for Kurt Angle. that's great. Kurt Angle is, he's number one the second he enters that company. Uh, Yeah. Mm Uh, that, was a, that was a good moment to see uh, Kurt Angle nearly lose his shit. Like I, I just because I haven't kept up on TNA, he clearly was. That he, was nice. He treated yeah. that like a real fucking honor. And the got Hall choked of Fame. He's been inducted into the Hall of Fame, or will yeah. be, or I guess, yeah. or will be given certain conditions, a drug test, I'd imagine. Yeah. Well, bound for glory, I guess. Or, no, no but like, yeah, there's only two people so far in the Hall of Fame, and like, it. it he was. Like monumental to TNA being popular. Like mm-hmm. I don't follow TNA that much, but mm-hmm. like him leaving WWE kind of kickstarted TNA. Like yeah. I know well, his, TNA had existed in some way, shape, or form. They had been building the up their own stars and getting who they could of famous WWE guys. Yeah, but but, but so when Angle, I remember it was like Angle was told he needed to take a break for health reasons, yeah. and and he 
said he would quit. He got his release from WWE. He was like, fine, I'm done. Yeah. And then immediately showed up in TNA. I'm just like, nah, just kidding, guys. I can't stop. Yeah. Well, like his thing was, I think he didn't want to have the road a, was killing. Him. He didn't want a WWE schedule. Mm-hmm. He wanted a TNA sco- schedule where it's like, I'll wrestle, you know, two or three times in the same place per mm-hmm. month. Not do like house shows. Not go on the road. Not do like crazy. None of that. Two hundred and fifty days of the year on the road. Yeah, that was was like killing him. Like his neck was yeah. fucked. And also, he had become like he getting pushed to ECW. Like he wasn't even. Oh yeah, he was, he was on the decline. Crazy. Yeah, yeah. So, but yeah, now he's doing like he's still like pulling out great matches. Yeah, I, I thought was, like yeah, his AJ great. Styles the, match was great. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I like that dude. I like that guy. I also uh, like that Angle, he was... Not him, style. Uh, well, wait. Well, for, what about that. Angle? Yeah, let's get to that match later. Okay. All right, all right, all right. But with Angle, I like that he, in his uh, speech, he was he recognized the TNA originals who had been there so long. Joe and... Jeff Tardy. And, <laughs> no, Joe and... Joe and Samoa Joe, AJ Styles, uh, uh, all yeah. these guys. I think uh, J-Tard. <laughs> yeah, even then it was like, you're not... It, this wasn't like... I hate commending WWE using like Hollywood scriptwriters <laughs> to like make their interviews, but mm-hmm. he was like, "This guy and this guy and this guy and everybody," and I'm like, "I get." I, I'm thinking <laughs> you probably might have forgotten one person who was uh, mm-hmm. a, a TNA original and yeah. just said, "Oh, and the rest, and the rest, and the rest." The professor, the yeah. <laughs> Adam Ant, mm-hmm. Angry Ant. I'm sorry. Do people not, not the get singer. Gilligan's Island references anymore? I don't know. Like, I don't know. It know. bothers me every fucking day. Yeah. <laughs> every day that they might not. <laughs> well, they don't have Nick at Night anymore. It, so. I don't. My parents get Nick and I refer, My parents get Gilligan's Island references. Their parents get Gilligan's yeah. Island references. I when, get them. when in doubt, say the professor and Marianne, Marianne. instead of the rest. Mm-hmm. Just, just to cover your bases. I love how they sing that in the and the rest. Yeah, only the first season they get oh. their own presser. <laughs> but one thing when you mentioned like oh and he you know gives shout out to the originals like Samoa Joe and stuff mm-hmm. and that Samoa Joe he came back the first time I think in a while and yeah. and thinking of him and uh, well uh, one of the thing I kept seeing all, all through the night which was a Cindy Lauper song mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, rock and wrestling okay I brought it back in yeah. okay I'm back yeah and uh, a lot of like really good. Acrobatic, hard hitting yep. stuff you don't see, and we've we've watched like a lot of WWE. Paper, we've watched all the pay per views this year so far, and it's been like, here's your mark. <laughs> you say that out loud. It's it's surprising. No, I know, I, but I, it's like, I, but I like I'm I can see Dave and Henry sort of wincing when I said that, but like I don't I'm not tied up in the drama or the people. I don't know who yeah. any of these people are. That shit is way more entertaining on TNA than it, anything I've seen on WWE. Well, yeah, all right. Bre- Brett's Speak, right. Speaking okay. of. Not knowing who people are. Yes. The one, I would say... Me. Across the board, we can all agree that that gut check match yeah, 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 had yeah, no yeah. place that was not should not have been there. So the TNA has this program called Gut Check where it's independent wrestlers getting their shot in TNA. That was bad. Having a match. Totally fine if you're... In if spirit, you have a, it's yeah. a good idea. Well, have, why, why that late on the card? Yeah. Well, yeah, the weird. fact that it's there at all. Like, if you have a two-hour show on Spike TV... And you need something to fill like the something know, to get eight, you the next Geico commercial. Yeah, eight thirty to eight forty-five. <laughs> the Sprite sense. commercial to the Geico commercial. What's going to fill yeah. that area? It's a perfect thing gut for check. the show, but yeah, I think yeah. their bit here was like, was it the final two? And this guy's yeah. the one who wins. It's like I can sort of see it, 
but only put them in the pay per view if they're that charismatic. If yeah. like what, it, or at least what the guy you're gonna set up to win, yeah, turns out to be really good. Instead, mm. it was little he John looked, Cena. Yeah, for yeah. some reason, it was little John Cena versus. A dude who did not look like a wrestler. He looked like a man in underwear and boots. Yes. There's and he just moved some, like it, too. Something about the way he carried himself. I'm like, you look like a normal human in <laughs> underwear, and it's driving me nuts. So man in underwear <laughs> won, right? Yeah, he won. Okay. Yeah, yeah, Muffin Top, I believe. Yeah, yeah, so Jay, Jay Bradley. He's going to be the next champion. whatever. Yeah, he said he's going to be the next champion. He won't be. <laughs> he won't be. So, uh, yeah, well, in his speech, they're going to uh, send him to the factory for shoes to, for other wrestlers. <laughs> and turn him Or he'll get there, and he'll like, cheap podcast said I could never do it. His time <laughs> on the mic <laughs> his time on the mic definitely reminded me of on NXT when they they hand the microphone in like a challenge. Like, come on, threaten me. Yeah. Say your thing. And then they're like, uh, and I will win because I am the winner, and you are not. Greater I, I am more than you. But, but going back to what Brett said about their style, like it is it, seeing that now made WWE style a lot more noticeable to me. Mm-hmm. Like it is a lot more just feet planted on the ground, mm-hmm. like way less high flying, like less risks taken, Dude, and fewer sword. botches because of that. But but also when other than in the in the uh, in the main event, uh-huh. a finisher finished things. Like there wasn't, yeah. there was no exchange of finishers, which is like is a problem with most WWE matches that involve main event level guys. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, and even like, uh, and even like, I never, I've never, and this is not, not a, a finisher. This is not a categorical <laughs> like condemnation of them, but any of the diva matches I ever watched, I was like, I don't care. Yeah. For whatever reason, and that's. Maybe I just haven't seen the right ones. But well, they it, give them five minutes. Yeah, like. and any of the knockout matches that I've seen, like tonight, yeah. the uh, Gail Kim and whoever the other yeah. girl was, I don't care. Taryn Terrell. Yeah, sure. The TT. Um, the blonde one. Uh, it's every time I've watched them and again. I, I watched literally two episodes of the show a year. Every time I watch them, they're probably the most entertaining, or among, or at the very least, not boring. Mm-hmm. Which is how I feel the diva ones go. It's not sloppy. Those yeah. ladies are flying everywhere, and they're going everywhere, yeah. and they like like. Give it everything, and it's super entertaining. The crowd, the crowd yeah. chanted, "This is awesome!" At two matches, yeah, yeah. They had that was it. one of them. One yeah. was, yeah. I can't remember the last time that the WWE had a a, a divas match, mm-hmm. and it actually was not the throwaway. Yeah. Hey, everybody, here's mm. the point where you go to the bathroom. Match. Right. Hey, and everybody, yeah. try and catch a glimpse of the buffalo shot. A yeah. little bit of snacky yeah. crotch <laughs> popping out between two legs. Uh, there, I, there wasn't even that is much that happening. Me? But see, I wonder about that because it's like, oh, there are all these girls are going to be in you know yeah. skimpy clothes. And it's like, well, the dudes are too. And then I think, <laughs> because I'm a dude looking at the girls wrestling, I can't help but see like, well, that's a nice shot. But yeah. then I'm like, if I was a woman or a gay man watching it, I'm like, is this what wrestling is like? Really? <laughs> like just all the time, like, man, this is pretty uh, nice. I can answer. The yes. one perverted point <laughs> yes. of the uh, Tyrant Terrell versus Gail Kim was when so first De- Gail Kim did the figure four on Terry yeah, Terrell the ring on, post. on the ring post. Then she did it on Gail Kim. Yeah. And after it was done on Gail Kim, she didn't sell it like her knee being hurt. She held her area. Like her I need you to elaborate because I don't know. Well her, see I, she, I, I noticed she that. had a hurt pussy. Her, her, I think her, is what he <laughs> was trying to say. But no her Gail Kim. Her <laughs> but whenever I think the reason she did that because it, it looked like a slightly because you know how they're supposed to grab my legs and pull them up yeah. against the pole? Yeah. It looked like she pulled her too hard. Because okay. it normally you can tell they've, they, they're, they've done it and practiced it so much. They know exactly how far to pull and be like, stop just short or yeah. just a little tap. Mm, so yeah. it looks like it hurts, but it doesn't. It looked like she bounced 
Uh, or like moved a little, and I'm like, that's right on the junk. Mm. When a men's, so, well, I don't know, in a men's match, they would have trained for that move to like have the the heel would make sure to make it look like it, they bashed the crotch mm. into it. So maybe they were just doing that in the male style that they were taught in. Yeah. That also match the close of that match showed the oh, difference yeah. between <laughs> WWE's production values and or camera work and TNAs and that. The, they missed the finish, like, or they yeah. didn't miss it. They but. did, but they they shot it like the final shot at the end of a twenty four episode where yeah, <laughs> they, they, they flew, jumps out of frame. They flew off screen in this crazy dive off of the platform they were on, and we all were like, "Whoa!" <laughs> but then you miss it, and then when mm. it cuts down, they're both like floored, and you're like, "Man, I wish we could have seen it." And it's like, "Well, then you see it from the replay, and you're Not like, exciting. oh yeah, yeah, they hit each other and they fell." Yeah, but that in that moment, it was like. The difference is they fell off screen, and then that Extreme Rules pay-per-view, it was, what, Cena and who? Ryback? They <laughs> Ryback, ran yeah. through the wall and then spent nine minutes like staring in disbelief. Yeah, remo- removing mattresses and cardboard boxes <laughs> yeah. to see whatever they yeah. ran through. What a bad ending that was. That whole pay-per-view, I was pretty disappointed in the Extreme Rules one. DNA uh, I, was definitely an improvement over Extreme Rules. So. Yeah. And I, yeah, and I wouldn't say... <laughs> I wouldn't... And, and I wouldn't say... Let's watch all the TNA wins. It's a difficult thing. Well, to there's only day. four per year. There's only so. four. That's true. Yeah. But in this case, I was like, I it delivered what I wanted. I wish. I thought it was great. I wish the suicide stuff would have been. I mean, I love any kind of just total showboating, flamboyant yeah. bullshit. And plus, no, it's a wrestler who looks like he could be either Spider-Man or yes, Deadpool. and that's great. And this <laughs> one, he seemed a little subdued, and I was kind of a little bummed about that. He and lost because he didn't want to like let his let mask his mask go, go. and I don't either. So but then was, also the other, I guess the other was the what Joseph Park. Yes, that so, yeah. that whole angle of there was Abyss who was a wrestler, and then he disappeared, and then Joseph Park, who was clearly Abyss without the mask, is supposed <laughs> to be his brother. And this was like going for a long time, like he would be in the audience just like eating popcorn, and then the camera would zoom up on him, yeah. <laughs> and it's like, is that Joseph Park? That's his brother. Yeah, and he, the mic would go up to him. He's like, I just I'm waiting, hoping to see if Abyss will come back. I'm trying to find my brother, and they played this out for so long. It was literally a year. Like the yeah. last, I think the last appearance of Abyss, like in a pay per view, was a year ago. Ago. Really? I, yeah, I looked it up. And it was like leading up like anytime he gets beat up and he sees blood, he's like, it's clearly he's Abyss. And then tonight even, yeah. you saw him get beat up behind stage and then he comes out as Abyss. But it's like they still didn't do the on-camera transition yeah. to show. And again, <laughs> another like... Hold off if he's a different person or the same person. Yeah. Again, like another like, this could have used somebody who wrote for the WWE who just like kind of uh. bridges that gap of... Uh, Devon literally said, "If Abyss happens to come back, yeah. I will totally let him fight me." That was yeah. He had won the match after he like, won he the match. For won the match and he's like, and you know what? Abyss isn't even going to be here. If he was, I would totally defend my belt against him. But he's not here, so I guess the breeder. He's, right. he's not here because Boston's too shitty. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> there were a few more of those where the bad guys were like. I'm going to beat him worse than the Knicks beat the Celtics. Yeah, but he also had to check like an NBA Finals from like 1984. Just... I don't that might have been like a like a semifinals match from this year's NBA. <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. But like both of them are out of the playoffs now, but he just had to like bring up that yeah. level. I, I also the episode I watched a couple weeks ago and he, he wasn't in this episode. It was mm-hmm. Shark Boy. Who is this completely <laughs> completely dumb wrestler? But he comes out and does a crappy Steve Austin impression, and always asks, "Give me a shell, yeah," <laughs> and makes all these horrible puns, <laughs> and just gets hurt. He's a shark, though. That he's he's a sense. shark. Well, it's like a seashell. 
Uh, what? It's a seashell. And it's, it's an just, ocean theme. It's an ocean theme. <laughs> and he just makes dumb jokes. Enchantment under the mat dance. Okay. Yeah. He makes dumb jokes, gets beat up, and then everything he said, I was just eating it up. But he only comes out like once in a great while because that would get boring really fast. Sure. Yeah. Well, so then the tag match, that was confusing. But it was thing. fun. That was another Hebner. Yes. Stupid, I love that the, like, the ref has a legacy. In like, no, well, Hebner like, was in WrestleMania 3. Wow, really? Yeah. Holy crap. Um, well, yeah, the, the career, angle, career ang- fake ref. The <laughs> angle back then was, yeah, that he was. He had a. It, WrestleMania in the. Saturday night main event before WrestleMania 4, it was a Hogan-Andre main of uh, WrestleMania 3 rematch for the title. Yeah. And when uh, Hogan gets pinned in a pin attempt by Andre, Earl Hebner, in quotes, fast counts Hogan. And then out comes the real Earl Hebner, and they're <laughs> twins. Earl Hebner has a twin. Yes. What? He literally does have a twin. That's pretty great. And that was how the belt got suspended, and they had a tournament in WrestleMania 4. But Hogan, like, Hogan has this awesome quote after he gets screwed out of the title where he goes, How much did they spend on the plastic surgery to make that guy look like uh, the ref? (laughs) Not that he hired a twin, but but also because the Hebners act like they had never seen each other. Of course. Like, what? And then also Hebner was the infamous ref who screwed Brett, or helped Vince screw Brett. At at, uh, Survivor Series 97. As talking to Brett, can you elaborate on the last name? Mm -hmm. At... Uh, there's huh? Michael's oh, there's Hart Hogan, screw, like, yeah Bret Hart Bret Hart okay. yeah the That's, Montreal Screwjob Survivor Series 97 it, when uh, oh please I know the year because Bret called uh, Bret Hart Bret uh, Butler talked to <laughs> Hart, thank you thank Hart you. talked so to this Hebner is Phenom season one or two Dude, Hart talked to Hebner ahead of time. You are so lucky. You are so lucky. I'm so happy right now. Hart talks to Hebner ahead of time and says, Look, they could make me lose this match, but you're not going to screw me, right, Earl? And then Earl, like, swears on his children he isn't going to screw him. And then. His children. On his children. This is a quote, recorded quote. They were brought out, they pranked, and they were presented to swear. He's not going to screw his children. And then uh, Shawn Michaels puts Brett in the sharpshooter, and, and Earl. Points at the bell yeah. to say, oh, that was a submission. Huh. So. And then Earl Hebner got released from WWE. I'm reading this right now. For selling WWE merchandise without permission. So in a truck. <laughs> brother, which is like, that's the like. Like signed referee jerseys. Exactly. Like. He put it on eBay, like, it's my jersey. This is a picture of me with Stone Cold Steve Austin. You kids want to buy this, if right? If you have a career of being a fake referee, a referee where there really isn't a need for a referee. Yeah. I mean, sometimes, I mean, they've got to sell some things and whatever. It, it, like, they got to sell the action in the ring. Careful. It's like, I get it, but it's now, like. The ref's important. That's yeah. true, I guess. But he's but still no, like a glorified is, like, ring girl. Like, you can be replaced with yeah. another mm-hmm. fake referee. That's like, the dude who, who was the guy in the, the Extreme Rules who. Was staring in awe at the hole in the wall after they ran through it, <laughs> and he was on WCW oh, yeah. for years. And I like oh, little uh, Nate. Yeah, Nick Robinson. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What's his story? Since you guys seem to know stuff about well, the he's just, I'm just uh, I'm back amazed. in WCW. He was he was just an average ref who was a giant Ric Flair fan. Yeah, and then he <laughs> and then at Ric some Flair. point they he aligned with Ric Flair and became the evil ref for Ric Flair. But now he's a referee on the straight and narrow. Yeah, like his little <laughs> mates days are forgotten. Yeah. Though it's also, uh, you know, one other thing about refs that why they are important is you may note they have an earpiece. Yeah. They're the di- <laughs> they're actually the director in the ring or uh-huh. well, or 
they're not really the director. The guy in the gorilla position is talking to them. And the assistant the director. Yeah. The, the gorilla. You guys know the gorilla position, right? The grill. Gorilla, gorilla position. Gorilla position. Gorilla gorilla? Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, you know Gorilla Monsoon, of right? Of course. I know, oh, I know Grape Ape. I don't know if I know. So, uh, there's the entrance, the, the, the entrance way out. Right next to the entrance, unseen to the viewer, is where, uh, back in the day, Gorilla Monsoon used to sit, and he would call the action from there. And it's the guy who Vince goes there, other directors go there, and they go like, "Okay, tell him to the match ends now. We got to cut or change this. Tell him to do this move, the finish chain." Like, and they're talking into their mouthpiece. Oh, and that goes to the ref, but it also goes to the announcers. Like sometimes Vince isn't though technically not announcing. He is talking to Michael Cole the whole time. Saying, I heard like, that. Say, say this. Say uh, this. Say this. Mick Foley said that's why he quit. Like yeah. he couldn't stand. No, that's McMahon what, yelling in his ear. Well, that's what Flair hated too. That uh, just all, all those old school guys, CM Punk can't stand it either, of having their stuff written for them. Because in the old days, you were the performer. Like you made up what you were going to say. Like you'd talk about it beforehand and plan right. it. Right. That's so weird. Like because as a when I did the broadcast news producer thing i was a producer for a year and a half like almost two years and like that's just the like yelling sitting behind the the magic oz curtain yelling in people's ears on the desk as soon as the camera's off of them like no we gotta go we gotta go in the in this in the in the bit and then like that's such a weird thing to think that that's you ever change the news like vince mcmahon did yeah sometimes someone just runs in and breaks the news desk and it's uh it's all part of the show change the ending change the ending the the weatherman gets the the murder victim uh, <laughs> is the perpetrator here? Change the ending. The murder victim is going to do the weather. <laughs> oh, but so, it was cool to see uh, in the tag match. Back to TNA was yeah. Austin Aries uh, and uh, Bobby Roode. Bobby Roode and also shit the um, the angel dude. Well, there was, wait, there's yeah. Daniels and Kazarian. Yeah, Daniels and Kazarian, like uh, the bad influence. Yeah. They're they're also my favorites. I yeah. and the. Yeah, the Guerrero and uh, Hernandez, yeah. Yeah, they they were they're, they're really cool. Too, yeah. They're fun. That's was, the one. Uh, old magic joke. Uh, my friend says he looks like Mahamadi Dijin from Magic Gathering, which is five six flying. And every time they jump over the top rope, you scream five six flying. Uh, which is why when they jumped over the rope, I was like five six flying. Yes. Uh, I'd have to say like I kind of like watching this pay per view. Just like being a WWE fan for so long, I'm like. I would like this guy and this guy and this guy uh, to jump ship at some point. Yeah. One is Samojo. Probably won't ever happen because yeah. he mm. literally wears his shorts over his belly button. <laughs> yes. He is like your dad, the wrestler. He's not. He doesn't have the look. The other guy is Austin Aries, who totally has the look. Yeah, mm. he kind of does. And he like he teams with the guy Bobby Roode. He looks like he could be Rick Roode's kid. Like he yeah, looks he really, like yeah, ravishing really Rick Roode. But yeah, the winners were the the two hit guys, which that capped off a night of. Non-white, Whites non-white title holders losing to white guys, and this was the whitest two guys in that match. Yeah. Well, the most country. There's definitely like a twang to TNA. Well, I one mean, of them was named Gunner. Well, <laughs> also, well, the others, the cowboy. Yeah. The and drunk cowboy. The drinky cowboy. They beat the Mexicans. Uh, Abyss oh, beat Devon, and yeah, those are we going to be King? able to take the yeah. title away King. from the Mexicans? Well, I mean, their president, their, the president of the company, is named Dixie. Yeah. Like, but, but the president of the company is a woman. I guess yeah. that's just one yeah. step. But DC, 
DC TNA. Yeah. What is going <laughs> wow. on, Henry? When I think of this is uh, some uh, Freud, Freudian I think of the competition. And, uh, <laughs> anyway, TNA is kind of replacing WCW. <laughs> TNA was always about replacing WCW and yeah. being like the the new more southern wrestling. Like mm-hmm. WWE was never southern. Like it. I liked it as a kid because it you know was just bigger and more of scale than WCW, yeah. but. Especially for the two years in my childhood, I lived in Atlanta. Like it was easier to identify with WCW. It mm-hmm. was more country, and yeah. also they cared more about wrestling and the uh-huh. product. All right, so let's quickly move on. We talked about it briefly earlier: the Angle versus Styles match. Which I just good. felt it was yeah. very, it was well done. I like. That. I think that guy's huge. He shouldn't be able to move like he does, and uh, he. I don't know. I think he's exceptional to watch, and I love that yeah. whatever storyline is happening places him against the NWO. Well, it's, well, yeah. for Ang- well, well, had to meet up Kurt about, Angle. Oh, okay, wait. I thought you were talking about Angle. Well, it's so e- for me, I you just know Angle is one of the best wrestler, one of the best wrestlers yeah. of his generation, mm-hmm. and that he can he can have a three and a half star match with the worst wrestler in the world, and can have a five star match not at will, but yeah. it doesn't take too much effort from him, but. The the match between him and AJ was really good, mm-hmm. but I feel like it was them like driving at sixty miles per yeah. hour when they could go to a hundred. I feel like and could, like I could be completely wrong about this because mm-hmm. I haven't seen many matches with AJ Styles before. But mm-hmm. the fact that he's like I said before, like when we were watching it, he's like the original uh, vision for for Sam Fisher in Splinter Cell, <laughs> where he's the hobo yeah. who doesn't it's, really it's because care. His hair looks like it's made out of poly. Yeah, but he also looks like. He doesn't care as much. Like mm. he has to be that like sting in WCW circa like ninety six, ninety seven, where yeah. it's like, I don't care. I don't like you guys. Yeah, and well, I don't like, like you to, guys either. It's like fight a half step. Like yeah, like and that's the bit. Is he supposed slower. to look like? Yeah, because I don't think he's talked in a long time, yeah. like months or uh, well, quite a while. And the aces and eights want him, and the regular yeah. people this want is him. Really, WCW, Jesus Christ! Yeah, it, it is. was one hundred percent is. Yeah, is. and that's the thing. Like the NWO versus aces and eights. It's like aces and eights to me is like it's just a biker gang. Mm-hmm. Like that's mm-hmm. such a biker thing, and biker to me as a as a shtick and a, as yeah. a as a storyline is kind of boring because mm-hmm. it's just jeans and a vest. Like mm-hmm. it's not interesting. They're the white people you used to be afraid of. <laughs> yeah, because yeah, it's like NWO was at least like it's a logo, it's a thing they can do. And, no, and NWO, you, you watched that special recently. Like yeah, they definitely ridiculous. they definitely took some biker imagery. Like they, they were did. like they did. a biker gang. I, they did. And I Hogan agree. loves his bikes. He does. <laughs> and there's just something about the Aces and Eights that's it's too many syllables for one. Yeah. Yes. Like as, as a thing you want to just rattle off I mean, it's a cool storyline. Like it, it shakes things up a bit. I, as long as it doesn't overstay its welcome. But I now, know. when they get the aces and eights with the red logo instead, that's when uh, you know, that's when you know you're really going to be. That's good. when Devon splits off from. <laughs> yes. uh, this is the aces and eights of hearts. <laughs> uh, so, last but not least, there's the main event. Wait, uh, we didn't talk about AJ's thong. I swear to God. There was a moment he, where he uh, Kurt Angle, a split second camera cut away. Kurt Angle grabs his pants to do some move. Whale tail, total whale tail. You can see. The move is called a schoolboy. <laughs> it is. Perfectly innocent schoolboy. Yeah. Understandishable. But yeah, the main event with uh, Sting and uh, Bully, Ray. Bully Ray. So I was not ready ahead of time to accept Bubba Ray Dudley as a main event guy. He like, really doesn't sell it. Like, the same guy? He's oh, not. Yeah. yeah. Sorry. He's I mean, not a great champion. He's not like 
fucking He's game. from New York. Yeah, like, he just doesn't have that, like... Just trying to find a table down here. Yeah, like, he's... So what was that a fuck-up? He's fuck missing up? that je ne sais quoi. Yeah. Was, was oh, it, fuck, yeah, that was, was hilarious. He left the match he to get a chair. <laughs> to get a chair. A, they had a chair spot plan, and he couldn't find a chair. And so he had to run backstage <laughs> to come back out with a chair. That, and he he probably yelled at some intern, like, where the fuck is the chair? <laughs> Like, he literally, like... Yeah, it's pretty awesome. I, I don't have a PhD in wrestling, but I could I, I could imagine you that could, you... Dave. You I know you could if you just applied. Just applied. Yeah, I, you can't, I have to go back... get the loans I, together. I, gotta, I have to go back to wrestling school and get that PhD, but... Like, wrestling you, commenting school. You could go to anybody at ringside and say, give me your chair, and mm-hmm. it would probably be the highlight of their life. Well, yeah, yeah, that's true. And, and in the main are, event, they're not going to be standing for long anyway. Yeah, there's, mm-hmm. like, there's... That's got to be the well, one thing see, in wrestling. Well, that wait, no are different. the chairs in the audience the same? Con- like, I think construction as the so beat me over the head chairs. That's why I think that would fly at an indie show or an old mm-hmm. ECW. Yeah, but I feel like now in in their shows they would be like, like oh, you don't wanna... insurance says you can't take a chair from. They paid for the ticket. We'll get in trouble. I we could be point. sued. Like, but just the idea that there's not a chair underneath there. You sound it? like a real Joseph Park Henry. <laughs> 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 w, well, WWE really stocks the undercarriage yeah. of their uh, yeah. their rings, and then they, he pulled out the knife, and then he's like, the and "I'm ring. gonna and I'm gonna use this to cut the ring." Yeah, that like, was really you cool. Could just though. murder him. Yeah, literally could have just stabbed him in the neck. <laughs> well, so the end star- of match. Yeah, no holds barred. Literally, and he, so, did, he did threaten, "I'm I'm gonna end your career." Well, so. yeah, that was uh, you know you're knocking him for not seeming like championship material. But his speech at the opening of just like I'm gonna do to one, that one move that you don't do in wrestling no more, uh, pile driver, which is kind of building off of like WWE did. Yeah, and they WWE like they did it once during the the Punk Cena match a couple mm-hmm. months ago. And I feel like that was Punk lashing out. Yeah, and, and they spoke boy. nothing of it because I think yeah. they wanted to brush it under the rug. Wait, really? So it wasn't planned. It. I think Punk and Punk Cena, and Cena like, were cool with doing okay. it, but, but then after that. You know, I think Vince was probably like, "No, that's, I don't want to see that yeah. again. Don't you guys ever do that again, or you're suspended." Well, I don't, I don't yeah, know. and then they built you're it. You're in- suspended. <laughs> <laughs> and they built it into something bigger for this, and I like that. And I like that they actually built like part of the match up to that, the cutting of the ring. And, yeah, like, so yeah, the first he does the, the pile driver, and Sting kicks out, and then I don't think I've ever seen a match where they cut. Like they expose the the, yeah. the yeah, underside the of the ring. They expose yeah. how much padding there is. Like it's probably not that yeah, comfortable. It doesn't look like that much padding. The more disconcerting part because you look at the woods and it looks like a like the drawbridge at Disneyland. <laughs> like it, it's totally not. It's not nailed down to anything. They yeah, kind yeah. of are made to. Well, give. it's made to bounce. Yeah. yeah. Well, yeah. and when you see the that point in the match, in one corner they had a busted table, which yeah. is there, <laughs> which in, in right. I was getting mad in a kayfabe way that he smashes Sting through the table and then goes for the pin. Well, Sting's shoulders aren't on the mat because they're on yeah. the table. Uh, there was a piece of the table on top of him. Yeah. One shoulder was on the other piece <laughs> so of the table. So technically the table would have won the, the title. Ta- yeah. <laughs> a table would have won the title. Please, please someone just do that storyline. Like, <laughs> table wins the title. This inanimate so, table. But- I, I accept the fact that this table is now champion. <laughs> I yep. challenge him to whatever pay-per-view is next. Do you guys actually, do you guys follow uh, VGCW? 
It's on Twitch. No. It's video game championship wrestling. Oh yeah, wrestling. yeah. You, sh- you showed that to me. That yeah, was it's uh, some guy made a wrestling <laughs> like federation on Twitch <laughs> oh, out yeah, of yeah. WWE 13 created characters based on wrestlers. And I, one I of the saw re- Gandalf. Go yeah, pretty but one, up, one of the far. characters is Table Coon, and he's uh, <laughs> he's, yeah. he's a table who is very ashamed of himself because he keeps getting thrown through. <laughs> but anywho. Uh, so like that match ended, and I think it, like in the perfect way mm-hmm. for TNA pay per view wow. done wow. very well. You know the matches were all fun to watch, but still slightly lower budget than WWE. Ended perfectly <laughs> for us. We were streaming it uh, through their service, yes. and it, it had some hiccups, but nothing like this. Yeah, so like maybe a couple little like weird little glitches for the first 15, 20 minutes. Yeah, mm-hmm. some stuttering, but generally fine. Genuinely fine. Until the end of the <laughs> main event, uh, Anderson comes in and gives the hammer to uh, Bully, Ray. Bully Ray. I cannot believe as you witnessed this. Sting is on the top ropes, skips right to yeah. Sting a winner on the floor. Still yeah, Sting on the floor with with the uh, spro- aces and eights celebrating. No, but it, it wasn't just it a, was like a perfect cut. It was this perfect like parody cut of like. <laughs> The Mr. Show or, or so even Mr. Mad Show, TV. There's a Mad the TV bit. Sopranos yeah, sketch. That's fucking hilarious. It is. <laughs> uh, but yeah, it was just like Sting's on the turnbuckle and then Sting on the Bully Ray. And then like it was just like you hit, like the frame was perfectly, the shot was the exact same of the ring. Yeah. The ring perspective was exactly the same. And all of a yeah. sudden, mother, father, Chinese dentist. Like, I'll tell you why. because And then the next shot is Sting is on the ground. Hey, wins the match. Yeah. Like, what? It's like you're watching the pay-per-view. Your friend comes in and it's like, I'm watching this on tape delay. Don't press the remote. He presses he the presses remote. He presses the TiVo remote. Yeah. That was that, pretty that, incredible. The end of that main event, and I get what I did. They're building up aces and eights more is unbeatable. Yeah. But, like, that reminded me very specifically of why I hated, why in the end I hated WCW, which was, all right, time for a clean win. No, the, okay, yeah. uh, NWO came out. Well, they beat back that guy, so now he's going to get the, pi- nope, yeah. all right, he beat back a different guy. <laughs> All right, and now it's lit. over, right? No, a third cheater, come on! The third yeah. cheater pulls the ref out of the <laughs> ring, and it's like, I get no holds barred and no DQ, <laughs> but the ref has to be able to call a pin. Yeah, and, and also- if you interfere with the ref, like, not like distracting him so he doesn't see shenanigans or mm. whoops i bumped into you and knocked you out so then we can hit him with a wrench and then wake you up it's yeah. like no you grabbed the ref's leg and pulled him out of the ring as he was tapping it's like even in the fake world of pretend wrestling this yeah. doesn't seem legit uh, yeah even and if a needless wrestling commentary if i may you know bully can't be very happy with that victory yeah, yeah. And <laughs> okay. could, it, could could sting have not Got a group of friends to back him up. Yeah. Like it's it, it, he just it, nut shot at everyone. Really, just like yeah, kind yeah, of. Yeah, also that he one of his ways of fighting back was like you in the balls, you in the balls, you in the balls. Yeah, he knocked out everybody in the balls. Yeah. Knocked out everybody in the balls. Well, it also like the the consequence of that match was that Sting will apparently never be in a world title match again. Allegedly. But you can't, we'll you can't even believe that yeah. because all it takes is one night on the show yeah. of, of Hulk Hogan yeah. going like, I don't want to agree with this. I know this was the Money ruling. Money in the bank. I know this was a ruling, but this is... I did like how they, they built up during the show, like, here are all of Sting's monumental title victories. Yeah. And I feel like that might build to a thing where it's Sting like saying, like, okay, maybe it's finally time for me to retire, and that leads to something. But if it's just, like, next tomorrow night, or whenever the next TNA event is, 
okay, now you get your chance again. Mm-hmm. Or they at least just set up like, whoever wins this Battle Royale will get yeah. the world title shot no matter who they are. Yeah. I wonder what TNA's retirement benefits are like. Probably not great. You don't get paid. Well, no, then Uh, what happens is... I think it's uh, welfare or social security. TNA retirement is appearing on WWE as a legend. As we've established before, Mm -hmm. some TNA wrestlers have to supplement their income with uh, Chippendales. Chippendalery. (laughs) Yes. Maybe he just loves it. Yeah. I think that was part of... That was entertaining. That was surprisingly entertaining. So there's some hiccups with like the production part of it where yeah. WWE really excels and mm-hmm. like selling you things mm-hmm. but whereas and their wrestlers tried the harder. wrestlers like watching each match was entertaining I was never just like I never I don't think I ever got my phone out actually mm-hmm. yeah and, which is rare and and like and you know maybe I like look flip you know uh, and I yeah. wasn't like live tweeting I wasn't doing anything I'm I was glad you guys like, didn't because I like I think this will be a surprise to people listening to the cheap mm-hmm. podcast that Doing yeah. a TNA episode. It was fun. Yeah. And I had a good time. I'm genuinely looking forward to the next pay-per-view. They yeah. said, like, the guy I'll who won... the next Impact. Yeah, the guy who won the X uh, championship. Apparently, oh, yeah. uh, uh, oh, Saban. A, yeah, a byproduct of that, of that is the next pay-per-view, he can actually trade that in. To yeah. fight the yeah. world Ultimate title. X. Yeah, you go to GameStop, you'll get store credit, <laughs> and then you can apply <laughs> that. And he'll get The Last yeah. of Us for forty four ninety nine. That yeah. is something. TNA has more creative concepts. Like, they mm-hmm. definitely, they're more fluid or agile yeah. or however well, you want to it. come on, Extreme it, Rules, right. they tied those dudes together with they're a rubber a, hose. <laughs> and it was, They're in a position to take more risks. Yeah. yeah. But if they said, like, to the IC title holder, hey, you could give this up for a World Heavyweight Championship match, like... That would at least give the icy belt like more yeah. oomph, you know? Better than the icy hot belt. Wow. <laughs> I'm trying. That can this. be very soothing. Yeah. You know, if you need it. That's true, actually. Yeah. And you've derailed. Uh, yeah. I, 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 I withdraw right. my joke. It was bad. Uh, That's. I we, should, we should apply some icy hot on this episode. Oh, we did an hour. Yeah. yeah. We're, we're good. We're good. That reminded yeah. me of how many TNA wrestlers I enjoy, and I'd, I'd forgotten about that. Yeah. So. I'm going to come back to I'll I'll at least watch the next Open invitation for more pay-per-views anytime we want. Yeah, at at least it won't be four more weeks and then boom, there's another TNA pay-per-view. It's a good two and a half months at least. That's good. And that's that's enough. Yeah. (laughs) That'll do pig. As for for the Cheap Podcast, we'll be back in time for the next WWE pay-per-view, which is, uh, I think, about two weeks away. Mm -hmm. Oh, Jesus. Um, That's right in the heart of E3 season, so it might be a couple days earlier or late. We'll see. Mm. uh, What's the next one called? Payback. Payback. Yeah, it stars Mel Gibson. Is it uh, Ryback? James Brown. Is it it Ryback? No, it's just, it's Payback. So everyone's getting revenge, I guess, for previous matches. Ah, I see. But this is, like, it's the first WWE payback pay-per-view. So there's no set rules. So we'll see how that turns out. But I want to thank you guys for being on this episode of the Cheap Popcast. No problem. You guys all have your own... uh, Mm -hmm. Cape Crisis is my podcast where we talk about comic books. Mm -hmm. I enjoy it, and uh, most of the listeners do, and they're not complaining in the comments. Well, you got to stop with that liberal bullshit. Mm -hmm. Uh, You got to talk about about comic books, you guys. Rush Limbaugh is an asshole. (laughs) Not on this show. Not on this show. Uh, Laser Time. Laser Time is just the all-purpose show um, we do together. 
believe we have a show coming up on Nickelodeon game shows. Ooh. Recent shows on secretly gay celebrities and <laughs> shame songs. The shame songs follow up. I'm looking forward to with yes. the readers. Mm-hmm. Uh, shame songs. Shame uh, and I do BG ones. Empire, which is the game game music podcast. Depending on when this one goes up, yeah. um, the most recent ones were a Donkey Kong Country episode. We've done Zelda, Mario, RPG series, uh, Streets of Rage episode. Mm. We're on episode 46. There's a lot of stuff. VGEmpire.com. All right. Thanks, guys, for being on. Thanks, people, for listening, for uh, iTunesing, uh, subscribing, five stars, all that. Thanks. Yeah. We'll Thank be back you. soon with a WWE episode if you didn't like this one. But you should. <laughs> you should. TNA is good. Brother. I'll say that much. That was TNA good. is good. See ya. Peace. Bye.